Happy New Year. Welcome to Healthy-ish, your almost daily podcast from Body and Soul. I'm your host, Felicity Harley. I feel like we're all carrying elevated stress levels right now, thanks to COVID. I know we talked about this last year. I know we've been here on this podcast, but here we are again. Many of us are mentally assessing our COVID risks as soon as we walk out the door, when we go to the supermarket, see our friends, visit the gym. Well, Jodie Deval is the founder and principal naturopath at a leading Perth naturopathic clinic called Revital Health, and she is going to share some tips to help relieve a bit of that extra stress we're all carrying. Now, we keep these healthy-ish episodes short, so if you want to hear today's full interview where Jodie talks more about the best stress remedies. Search for Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. Jody, nice to have you on Healthy Show, and I should say Happy New Year. Happy New Year, yes. Thank you very much for having me on. Well, let's hope we do have a Happy New Year, but living in a stress-fueled world at the moment, especially now you're in Perth, I know, but a lot of us are, we have this extra layer of stress from COVID. How can we get better at identifying when we are in this stress state? What particularly should we take note of? And that is so true. You know, normally all of us are overscheduled and that's how I normally address my clients' um, stress questions is not by saying, are you stressed? But I say, are you overscheduled? And they normally say yes. And COVID puts another layer on that, another extra parts to think about. And as you say, yes, living in certain states, it's been a prolonged time. So but what we need to be aware of is how our body's responding. So it's really irritability, mental attitude changes, any specific body responses, Really lack of coping is a really key sign of stress and feeling like you're overwhelmed a majority of the time. So those those changes in your mental copability is, is a key factor, a key player. Then you have other things like hunger changes, sleep changes, body changes, you know, putting weight on in certain areas can also be a really good sign that you're stressed. But I think overall to just assume everyone is quite stressed at the moment and we treat accordingly. (laughs) I mean, I like to hear that. It's reassuring, but it's also a bit terrifying. Absolutely. Um, I mean, just back to that overwhelmed. I mean, is, is stress is a natural part of life. When, how can we kind of judge when when we're at that point where, you know, you have your, your, your humps and your, your, your highs and lows of stress. How do we know when we're actually, okay, I'm really stressed out. I've got to do something about it. It's normally when you're in the, the, the moment of stress and you think, I'm fine, I'm okay, I can't, I can cope, it's okay. And when you don't want to do anything about it and someone says, I think you need to meditate or I think you need to do this, you're like, no, I'm fine. And then that's the moment where you go, you know what, actually, I, I really need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tipping point. Yeah, it's a tipping point. Um, so it, it's something that we need to have prevention in and I'm a big part of and a big player in prevention for people's lives in health but it's also stress can cause so many different elements in 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 our health health that we need to be aware of before it gets to a point of the tipping point um and we can talk more about that today yeah so what how does it affect your body in the long term i mean we talked a bit about the short term with sleep weight gain what about the long term 
Long term. So, you know, when we're talking stress, we talk about the initial acute reaction um, and that would be an immediate reaction. And that's normally that fight, flight or freeze. And when we're running from the tiger or the infamous tiger, which is perceived stress and that perceived stress can be just COVID all the time or listening to a news article, that can be a tiger in our society. Um, So when we're talking those short term reactions, it's much different to, like you say, long term reactions. So long-term reactions really is breakdown of hormonal control. It also is tissue breakdown. So we get less ability to repair across our body. So we get changes in hormones, which is a complete matrix. And that can be weight control hormones. It can be insulin, so glucose. It can also be thyroid hormone and also sex hormones. So all of those are impacted. We get more water and sodium retention. We get decreased ability to reduce inflammation. Yeah, and reproduction is impacted hugely as well as thyroid function. So really we get a lot of tissue breakdown, which means that our poor ability to repair and we get sore and we get inflamed and we get achy and can't sleep very well. And yeah, and that's long-term stress over years and years and years or even just months or even weeks can cause those changes. I mean, it really does do a number on your body and it kind of scares me when you talk through that because we're saying weeks and years and, well, many of us on this side of Australia have been dealing with this stress now, this extra COVID stress for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. But I always say, and I say this to my clients and and close friends and family, obviously, and it's a real, our body has the ability to reestablish itself. It always is searching for that homeostatic balance. So we really need to be on board with that and supporting it the best we can, and it will do the best it, it can. So there is always hope. And I always have to give that because I've seen the most stressed people get turned around and, and say, I feel so much more steady. I'm not yelling at anyone. I'm not irritable anymore. And it's only a few weeks of changes that they've made. So there is a lot of hope. That's great. I know. And we've got to remind ourselves, our body is built to deal with stress. What are your, what's some of your top tips for managing stress in our daily life, particularly COVID, before it flips into that state of overwhelm? And that's such a good question. So it's one of those things, like I said, said before, it's some of the things that you don't feel like you need to be doing. You almost need to be doing them, which is meditating, Base foundational health, I'm a huge believer in, and this is all in the prevention aspect. So you really need to be working on your daily habits. And that's what I mean, daily, not yearly, but we need to every day have our water coming in. We need to have our you know, nature walks or time out. We need to have a bit of meditation and we need to have some foundations of nutrition and sleep. So there's lots of things that we can do, but they're just small, minute daily habits and they really make a huge difference. They do for long term. I mean, they, as you say, they're basics, but they're so important. What about foods? Any foods you recommend for helping lower stress levels? Yeah. So when we're talking stress levels, we're talking um, the, the ability to regulate the nervous system or the ability to regulate the hormones or the moods. So anything that's supporting nutritionally, any of those systems is going to really help. So we've got oats, which really helps with stabilizing the nervous system, good fatty foods. So good fatty fish. We've got Brazil nuts with rich in selenium are fantastic. Omega-3 supports and especially DHA supports the brain. Um, we also have chocolate, which is magnesium. Yes, I'm so glad you said yeah. that. <laughs> Yes. No, I'm a huge, I love chocolate. I love raw cacao. I love cacao of any sort. <laughs> and we are supporting anandamide in there. So that's a feel good hormones. We get it when we have go for a run. It's like the runner's high. Um, and so when we have sort of genetic capabilities, we can get breakdown of anandamide much quickly. So much more quickly. So we need to reboot that a little bit more. So chocolate's a great way of doing that. 
Um, and, you know, when are we talking about stress itself? We talk about HIV and we can go into that later on if you want to, but HIV is a really key term when we're talking about stress adaptation and how we fit into that. Um, so you can measure that by also looking at your foods and see how they impact our HIV. So they're sort of, I, I guess, my key foods that I would be looking at rich in minerals, rich in fats, and rich in really good protective nutrients. Let's pick up on HIV for extra healthy-ish. So listeners, you have to tune into that one. We'll talk about HIV. Jodie, thank you so much for um, coming on Healthy-ish. No worries. Hope you got some tips there from Jodie. And perhaps it was also good to reassure you, to reassure me and all of us that we're carrying this extra stress right now. We're all in it together. And if we get our healthy habits in check, we can pull through. If you want more from Jodie, more tips about how to live a stress free or lower your stress in life, you can download Extra Healthish. That is live now. Her app is up. If you want more from us, log on to bodyandsoul.com.au and join the conversation via Body and Soul. And Instagram or Facebook. Thanks again for tuning in. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.